There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts. We're still here with the lovely Vernon Kay. These these are the podcasts, Vernon, that I really like because I, I always think, you know, especially when you speak to someone who's interviewed so many people and chatted so much sometimes you must get you know when you do these chats and that you must have think god i've just spoken about this so many times and actually just talk about sort of nonsense for an hour is a bit refreshing sometimes yeah it is it is so keep it up uh <laughs> yeah no it, it, it yeah it is it is i think when you when you interview someone like I've had some horrific interviews with people. Uh, What's your and, worst? Can you give me your worst? That you were just like this. It's just not. Oh, uh, and I, yeah. Well, last time yeah. I mentioned that someone who I interviewed was David Cameron. Or... Horrible. No, no, no. <laughs> it ended up all over the place, and it was so sad because it was kind of a misquotation. Uh, well, we're not going to misquote you. But don't say it wasn't no. nice. Just say no, what no, it was no. Difficult. But I, I no. The, I think there's. There's not really that many difficult people. I think you, uh, we. I flew to when I was doing T four, uh, which by we, the way was epic and should never have gone. Oh, the one of the best things I've ever hosted. Yeah. I mean, we were literally given the license to do whatever we wanted. It was it Amazing. was unbelievable. That, that, I feel nostalgic thinking of T four. Yeah, it was awesome. Looking, uh, back, looking back at time, you know, know. Looking, it's like you're looking back at it. Those were the days. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I was on. I did three or four exclusive T four contracts, so those really were the days, boys. Uh, <laughs> and it, it it was it was mental. It really was just a great great time. But you, we flew to Los Angeles. It's the first time I've ever doing T four. Was the first time I'd ever flown at the front of an aeroplane. And the airline of choice for the majority of film companies at the time when you were doing junkets. So a junket is when you go and sit uh, in conveyor belt fashion and interview famous people for whatever movie they're promoting. So we were doing a junket for an Eddie Murphy movie. I think it was Haunted House or Haunted Mansion or something like that, I think it was. And uh, we flew specifically to Los Angeles for two days to go and interview Eddie Murphy for Haunted Mansion. Like, yeah, great. We got there. Your 15-minute time slot has been reduced to 10. Like, oh, that's a shame. You know, I'd done all my research. I was ready to go. Eddie Murphy, king of comedy, blah, 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 blah. 
we get to the venue. Oh, sorry, your your time slot has been whittled down now to seven minutes. I'm like, oh man, I've come all this way to Los Angeles for seven minutes. That's a bit disappointing. But at least I ate everything on the menu on Virgin Upper. You know, because that's the challenge that you got to do the first time you fly Virgin Upper is eat everything because on that airline you can eat whatever you want whenever you want. And chat around the people and go, this is lovely, isn't it? And you got a massage at the time. You got a pedicure, manicure, all that kind of palaver. So I was living the dream. Twelve hour flight uh, came out a different person. And we got there, we got to the venue, and we're just about to go in. Oh, sorry, uh, you've got three minutes now with Mr. Murphy. Sorry, three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. We've got three minutes. And for some reason, his time had gone from 15 to three minutes. And because Eddie Murphy can talk, I asked him one question. Oh, my God. So what I flew to LA for one question. <laughs> and I knew that that would be the case. So I had to ask... The worst question that anyone asks in any movie interview ever, and that's, what's the film about? Was that a panic? Was that a panic question as well? Was that a panic No, question? well, I just kind of, I went with my gut feeling and I thought, Eddie Murphy's just going to talk because Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy and I've only got three minutes and what we need is him to tell us what the movie is. But the questions that I'd set up kind of got us to him explaining without explaining what the movie was about. So I just thought, I'm just going to ask him, Eddie, what's the movie about? And he told us and that was it. I had to leave. <laughs> it's mad. But there's loads of little stories like that. Junkets. That, no, junkets are, are an amazing, amazing form of media. Have you never done them? Have you never? You yeah, must have done, done movie junkets. Jumps. Yeah, I've yeah. done it. But they're, they're unbelievable. awful about it is that you walk in and you, you sort of try and be like friendly and nice and they and you see the person in the corner sort of pointing at the watch. Your time's already started, and you you're saying like, "Oh, what? Hang on, uh, uh, all right, hello, uh, hello." Exactly. And it's that yeah, and they're counting down, and then you get the wind it up, wind it up. Hang on, I've already started. But I, we had an advantage that whenever you'd walk into a junket, you'd say, "Hi, I'm Vernon. I'm from this TV show called T4. It goes out uh, live on a Sunday morning." and it's predominantly a youth audience, and we call it Hangover Television. And they say, oh, right, cool, Hangover Television. Like, yeah, because everyone's pretty hungover from the Saturday night. And as soon as we finished that kind of disclaimer, I guess, or that statement, the person that we were interviewing would just sit back or slump into their chair and become really relaxed because they realised that everyone that was watching was half-cooked. <laughs> so they'd just be like, oh, cool. And then you get a really nice, relaxed interview out of the majority of people. It was, it was, it was amazing. God, and then it was just that's just so. It's just fun. Oh, it was great. I, I interviewed John Travolta, and then this is a nice story actually. If we're if we're doing stories, uh, I interviewed John Travolta a couple of times for a couple of movies. And the first time I walked in, he said, "Oh my God, you remind me of me when I was 19. I'm like, well, you do have a cool. John Travolta thing about you, actually, Vernon. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that. well, apparently. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Thanks, thanks, Mr. Travolta. Appreciate that. He's like, no, man, it's, you know, wow, cool. So we got on really well. We had a bit of extra time. Uh, he signed a Saturday Night Fever poster for me, which is kind of the unwritten rule in junkets. You don't ask for autographs. But he did, and that's up in the hallway at home because it's pretty cool. Like You know the iconic Saturday night? Yeah, yeah. I did you bring it with you? From Gerard Butler, and he got, and I got told off for it. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> when we were in a junket, I said, can I get a selfie? And he went, yeah, right. And I went, oh, okay. It's just a really awkward moment. <laughs> <laughs> but no one tells you that you can't take a selfie. No. You know, they, unless you're told at the beginning, like the unwritten rule is no autographs, no signing of memorabilia. Mm. Uh, 
So yeah, did I you bring that for... memorabilia with you? I did. It... Yeah, I, 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 that was the first time I brought the rules. Because so, so, but he was a good guy. So he said you. He like was him brilliant. Like, was he really? He oh, was that brilliant. makes me so happy. I love Honest, John Travolta. Yeah, he he's such a dude. And then subsequently, I've seen him at maybe two or three Super Bowls where I've just been passing him and the. One super, one picture from a Super Bowl is, is up on my Instagram. And we were in... Uh, I was fortunate enough, lucky enough, to be uh, asked to be a guest in an NFL suite at the Super Bowl. Jesus. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So we were on the 40-yard 40, 40 line, amazing view, free food, free booze. And there was all these celebrities and famous faces, both from sports and showbiz and music, walking in and out. And... Because the majority of, of well-established celebrities in America don't drink, no one was at the bar. So I'm like, well, hang on a minute. I, I, I haven't and don't have an issue with alcohol. So I'm getting involved. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So in there was Queen Latifah, John Travolta, Britney Spears, Mark what? Wahlberg, Shut uh a couple of like iconic American football players from the past. And it was amazing. (laughs) And David Cameron. Yeah. David and Sam were in the back. And uh, it was amazing. What is going on? The first thing I did, Jamie, I phoned my mum and I went, you're not going to believe this. I'm in, I'm in a box at the Super Bowl with John Travolta, Mark Wahlberg, Britney Spears and Queen Latifah. She's like, no way. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also you're huge, like me, huge NFL fan. Massive. Love, yeah, massive. Love massive. it. And then... I can see it now. That's why I'm pausing, because the recollection is as fresh as a daisy. John Travolta came up to me and went, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, Hey, John, yeah, really good. He's like, Swordfish, right? I'm like, yeah, Swordfish. And that weird film you made about Scientology and aliens. Yes! <laughs> so we start having a... Yeah, so we start having a chat... Uh, and then he said to me, which is probably my favourite showbiz story, come on, Vernon, let's have a selfie. I'm like, winning! <laughs> what? So, oh so I took a selfie and he was like, it's good to see that you're well. And then I've seen him since, only like running past each other at Super Bowls. Mm. It's just the weirdest thing. And it's such a nice, nice but, blow. But do you know what's key about that? And they always say that, I always think when you remember people, it doesn't matter how sort of, whatever grade you are, when you have that remembering, they always say Tom Cruise is just amazing at remembering everyone's name and going, and I'm sure like people are saying something. Will Smith is the same. Is Will Smith the same? Yeah. But also, I know this is boring. You've probably been asked it a million times. Just want to know, I'm a celeb. How hard? Easy? No, I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Dude, you were great on it. Oh, thank you. You were so, no, I I kept saying that to Tess, right? I kept saying, he's just doing so well. Francis, you, I was doing Strictly, don't worry about it. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but I was, and you, and there's that epic bit where you you said to the camera, said hi to your daughters, which was just so, oh, oh man, that was so Kill sweet. Me. But, but you, you know, because you've experienced it, but it's different on Strictly because you live and breathe the tidal wave that that show creates. Mm. So, so... For example, if you do a great rumba or a great samba or a great waltz or, or whatever, the, the great British public will, will love 
telling you that you did well at the weekend. So yeah, you can yeah, yeah. you can you can really soak in what's happening. You get a sense of the way that the show's going. Uh, but you had the negative with, as well, where they go, "You're a piece of shit" because you well, see so both sides. Yeah, but that's 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 the way it is, isn't it? But when you're doing I'm a Celebrity, because you're you're hidden away, you don't experience any of that, so you don't know whether people are saying it's going really poo-poo or it's yeah, going great. Bad. So it's really it kind of plays on your mind a little bit because you, after a while, when you're hungry and you are really really hungry because the food is ridiculous, you don't get. I think the key to that show is let's starve them and see what happens. Mm. So I went from being doing 4,000, 5,000 calories a day to 800, and it absolutely destroyed me. It really did. But also, the thing I think, everyone loves you, man. So, like, you know, you, you, talking of nostalgia and things like that, we, everyone that, watched, you know, we all grew up with you on our TVs, right? So, so there was all, everyone really knew who you were. So I feel yeah, like that I guess- gives you... I guess I was. Re- I've been really lucky and fortunate in my career that I I I spent. Wait, let me work this out. I spent about eight, seven to eight years, or maybe nine years, in in youth orientated programming, mm. and by that I started off on kids TV with CBBC. I then did Top of the Pops at Play, which was a Sunday version of Top of the Pops. I then did T Four which coincided with Radio 1. So everything I did for a long period of time was enjoying life. The best piece of advice, or one of, in my top five advice given to Vernon sections, was from my old uh, head of programming, or the former controller of Radio 1, Ben Cooper. And he said, all I want you to do is tell the story of what you're doing. Be the listener. I'm like, well, what does that mean? You know, I was quite young and naive. And he said, our audience go to gigs, they go out, they socialise, they drink, they party, and they tell their friends about it. That's what I want you to do on the radio. Go out, enjoy yourself, come on the radio and talk about it. Just reflect what's going on out there. And I'm like, oh, oh my wow. God, that is a licence to just get absolutely blasted every weekend <laughs> and go and tell everyone about it on the radio. So you became so relatable to everyone. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, yeah. and he, they didn't mind us going on the radio and having a hangover and telling people about it. I've done probably half a dozen broadcasts where my voice is barely recognisable or audible because my throat has just been like with screaming and whooping and hollering and singing at gigs and, you know, doing all kinds of stuff at, 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 at PAs, not PAs, but like, you know, corporate hosting and all that kind of stuff. Loved it. I, I, and I think that going back to your, your sorry, your, your statement was, I think that's why it, it's the reaction after I'm a celebrity was so amazing. And I can't explain how amazing it was personally to get that sense that, oh my God, yeah, we had a great time watching Vernon on T4 and listening to him on the radio. And it was so nice. And I guess it's the same with you, Jamie. You know, Strictly is a, is a mammoth show. It's huge, and you don't realize how big it is until you're in it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, my, my thing, I tell you what my thing was, was that, so I obviously did Made in Chelsea for many years. and Obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and and I I thought people, I thought firstly, I thought most people had watched it, right? That was probably a naive thing to think, firstly that. And secondly, I thought, oh, people think he's an all right, I'm an all right bloke. But what you find out pretty quickly is that a, a small majority of people have watched Made in Chelsea and the majority of them, you know, kind of, they, they love to hate it. But the rest of the country, if they know Strictly. about it, <laughs> no, yeah, if they know about it, don't like it. And if they don't even know, that you, because you're sort of posh and things like that, they think you're going to be a wanker straight away. So for me, the nicest thing was that people actually sort of went, actually, he's an all right bloke. That, and I yeah. think that's what was quite nice at the end of it before. But the shock at the beginning was, wait, hang on a second. Not everyone thinks I'm all right. They think I'm a bit of an idiot and things like this. And that was, and so that was a massive realization for me at the beginning that I was like, Holy well, shit. I guess the, I guess the, the, the made in Chelsea audience is like a, is like an echo chamber, right? And they, mm. and they, and it, I guess it's like a sort of cult following, but, yeah, but it's a, something it's like strictly following. is like the whole country is aware of it or watches it. Or, yeah. Same with, same with I'm a celebrity, right? But, but, but I really thrived. I I, 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 I really thrive off attention in the most sort of unnarcissistic way. I really like that sort of feedback. I, I quite like that. And so that was, I, I don't know if that's a bad thing. It probably is. Is it because you're deeply insecure? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that takes us back to how, how we started the pod about people's perceptions of you just yeah, from yeah. the moment you opened your mouth. Totally, exactly. You know, you, you speak the beautiful, you've got the wonderful Queen's accent. Mm-hmm. So people are already like, posh bloke. There you go. Do you know, private school. Yes. Boom. You know, they Straight just away. ream off all the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to break it down. And, you have and then to you've got to break it down. And then you've got to, you, through the art of dance, I guess, <laughs> yeah. and your, your chats backstage and everything with It Takes Two, you slowly chipped away at all of that, and yeah, but 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 also there's the there's the understanding of where as well, which you sort of is why people have that perception of people who are, who speak the way I do and things like that, and and it's understand and you and you understand that as well. So it's both sides, right? You kind of yeah, under- yeah, of course. But but I must admit that you know that's what I just you know Tess, your lovely wife, you know she's done it for how many seasons now? Sixteen. Sixteen seasons. Mm-hmm. You, 15, is, 16, there, yeah. is there any a point, I'm sure you've been asked before, but is there ever a point where if you were asked again, you would go, yeah, I might do that? Strictly? Yeah. Never been asked once. 
What? Yeah, never been asked. Never, ever been asked. Oh because God, I think it'd be weird. I think it really would be weird. It would be uh, weird, wouldn't it? It's sort of crossing that line. Yeah, that because Tess is pretty much say what you see. And I know that I, if I finished a dance, she, would, she wouldn't be able to help herself. She'd say, you did that better in the kitchen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Tess was great though because she would. She found it really. Hard. She did. She said what she, she couldn't. Saw. She, she can't hide anything, you know. Yeah. And I think that's the, the the beauty of that show is she she would just probably say, "Listen, I'm not going to go to Craig because yeah, it was dreadful. So I'm going to save you the embarrassment of having Craig say something. Craig, I know what you're thinking, and trust me, I'll have a word with him when he gets home." Uh, Bruno, what do you think? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> she'd probably only go to one judge if I was terrible. Also, weirdly, I feel like if you're the taller you are, I feel maybe this is general, but I feel like the taller you are, the harder it is to dance because your your sort of limbs are further from your feet, and it's it's not as like connected. The more higher center of gravity. Yeah, the more robust yeah. and nugget like you are, like me, it's much easier to kind of, sort of <laughs> get, get into it. Yeah, well, I, I would I would look like a giraffe on roller skates if I did strictly. It's that simple. I'd be I would I'd love be. To see you I think you should. We, they should get you on just for that image. You do John Travolta style Saturday. Like I know, <laughs> but I, that's why I think Peter Crouch should do it. You know, I think I think Peter oh Crouch on Strictly would be mega. <laughs> Because Genius. I think they've they've never had someone that tall. But you know, Peter likes dancing. We've all seen the video of him in Ibiza. He loves a rave up. I think it would be great. It'd be yeah, great to see Crouchy right. on it. And he's such a nice bloke as well. Do you know what I mean? He's a dead down to earth. Yeah, he's a wicked dude. And he's he'd do it dude. do it for us tall boys. Also also we've got to congratulate you. New primetime game show. Yeah, boom. Game of talents. Fist bump. ITV. Congrats. Hello, yeah, hello. thank you. Yeah, thank you. This is it's, big man. Yeah, it's, do Francis and I get to go on it now that we're all mates? Do we get to go oh, on it? Oh, I, 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 listen, the first, forget the game show. Now that we are mates, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go and find a pub when they open up or a beer garden or even a park. Yeah. I mean, you know, Jamie, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stereotype. You must know someone in the royal family who's got a garden free somewhere in central London that we can sit trash, you know, and, and Francis can bring his ecstasy. I'll bring some Guinness. And we'll have a right old time. Not together, of course. Francis, obviously, you'll have your own velvet-roped, sectioned-off VIP area for you to do whatever you do in your spare time. But I'll just crack open a six-pack of Guinness and we'll have a right laugh. We'll put some tunes on on maybe one of the one of those urban speakers that you can get. <laughs> yeah, Bluetooth. I can't wait. I can't yeah, wait. Can you imagine? But, like It's oh, going to be like Tenerife in the late 90s. I just can't yeah. wait to get back and just... Do, do you think it'll be like the sort of swinging, swinging sixties? Yeah, people in parks. Yeah, mind you, it'll be instead. Yeah, people in parks getting high off balloons. Yeah, everyone's going to be just everyone's going to be on balloons. Everyone's going to shag, and everyone's just going to just get drunk, and it's just going to be one of the everyone's. That's what all the people are going to be doing. Not me. See, Jamie, that's another. That's that's another north south divide. Uh, that you brought what? up there because you said you know everyone's just going to go out there and shag uh, whereas up north they'll go out and make love <laughs> oh <laughs> shut up there is no way a southerners will get away there is no way <laughs> oh 
it's going to be a mess. There's going to oh, be a baby man. boom. It's going to be carnage. Yeah. It's going to be absolute carnage. Are you a child of autumn 2021? Yep. It's going to be... <laughs> That's literally what it is going to be, isn't it? Yeah, of course, of course. You know, like, you can't even get a place in a school for your kids now. Imagine <laughs> in five, six years' time, or... So autumn of 21? Yeah, not a chance. There is no yeah. room at the inn for your child to be educated. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be outrageous. Oh. Hey, um, hey, Frankie, we got to that moment in the podcast where we need to have the answer to the question of the week. William Bullock, the mm-hmm. inventor of the Rotary Press, how did he die? Jamie, you said... Suffocated under paper. Suffocated under paper. And Vernon, you said he was... I said he'd Pre- fallen pressed. into the press. Yeah, he was pressed. <laughs> he was pressed himself. Well, yeah. he was actually... Uh, he fell into the rotary press and was pressed. No way! Was he yeah. actually? Yeah, yeah, he died he falling so into he... his own his own invention. Oh, that is a shocker. That's another a one. Another one. An, a, another one, a, a guy who died from his own invention... The inventor of the Sedway, you know, the... Uh... Yes, he did! <laughs> did he actually? Yeah. Did he yeah. actually? Yeah. He, no, this is really sad. Um, no, stop laughing. So it, <laughs> so that it... he's laughing. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. No, he did. He Segway off a cliff. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, honest, it's really sad. The guy was driving one of his own Segways and lost control and went off the edge of a cliff. He went off the edge of a cliff. Yeah, Why awful. Why are you laughing about that, Vernon? Don't I'm laugh. not laughing. I brought. I said, don't laugh. No, it's, it is really <laughs> you sad. You almost cheered at that point. <laughs> hey, don't throw me under no. the bus, Lang. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, that is awful. Very sad, but that is very... That's pretty upsetting. I wonder... I wonder... Like, did Henry Ford die in a car crash? I don't... I don't There's I your don't new know. game show. There's your new game yeah. show, discovering who... Yeah. I wonder who, how Mr. Dyson's going to go. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Whether he's going to get sucked by one of his own contraptions, sucked to death. Hey, Van, listen, buddy, thank you so much for today. What we'd like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational from you. Oh, so you crikey. Uh, Sorry about that, that needed didn't some prep, that. didn't it? No. Uh, something Give it from your top five tips that you've been giving. You give us one of them. What's another one? Here's a good one for you. Oh, no, it's not inspiration. It. It's, a, it's, a, it's a life hack. It's oh, a life hack. hack. Now, uh, pretty much everyone or 90% of the population owns a dishwasher, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know whether this is a thing, but I stumbled across this only a week ago. Uh, cleaning trainers. Like, everyone should keep their sneaks in tip-top mm-hmm. form and condition. I ran the hot water tap in the sink, put the plug in, and then threw in a dishwasher tablet. Waited for it to dissolve. My trainers have never been as clean. No, you're lying. Really? I'm serious. Oh, I'm serious. I'm serious. Get a scrubbing brush, dissolve a couple of dishwasher tablets in hot water, wait till all the powdery stuff goes away. We use those gels, which are half powder, half gel. Wait till all that, because it's just fairly liquid and detergent. Wait till it all goes. Start scrubbing away. All right, give them a soak. Little bit of fairy liquid. Scrub away. Your trainers will never be as clean. Mate, wow. that's an effort, God. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. I can't wait. <laughs> it, honestly, it's so fulfilling. Oh, my God. Ben and Kay, buddy, thank you so much. Everybody, we're going to see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code mom.